Welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner. This is the Out of Class Edition with Ben, Janesh, and Matt. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lifelong Learner Out of Class. Welcome, fellas. How are we doing? <sighs> so good. So good. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see Maddie smelling better than he has in previous, uh, previous episodes. And, and have you noticed, Ben, that his um, background is not... Um, Blurred. That means there's no one naked around him. Uh, good. Yeah. Good to see. Yeah, it's true. We're it's all in the same state. It's, it's beautiful. I don't have to crouch over as well. That's the that's the beauty. You know, shelters, permanent shelters are good. So when did you get back, Matt? Uh, two days ago. No, yeah, two days ago now. Mm-hmm. We arrived back. And look, it was meant to be raining all week. We had two, you're welcome, guys. I had two days of sunshine. I bought it with me. And now. And now? Now it's done, mate. That's why I had to get out there and mow all the lawns for a day mm. before the rain hit. But now, now I'm stuck inside and I'm all right with it. Skipping warm coffee. Mm. Shower. It's the best. My, the creature comforts, right? I. Look, I don't know how long it's going to last, but at the moment, there is gratitude every step I take. Oh, look at this couch. This is amazing. Oh, there's a TV. Like, everything. And Kat and I just set each other off because we're just grateful for all the things we haven't had. Brilliant. For five, five months, six months? Eight months. Eight months. Yeah, mm. so we, originally I wanted 12, Kat wanted six. So there you go. Middle, middle. middle. Yeah. Right. How are you, lads? Benny, how are you doing? My good, good. I'm just, I'm, you know, you picked up just before. I'm a little, not flat is the word. There's something going on. Uh, I'm a little, um, I'm feeling a little tired. Mate, isn't that the word a couple of, a couple of weeks ago you said, I hate this word? I hate it. And, and it was like, tired. I'm tired. Mate, what? What's um, going on? Oh, just uh, well, mate. Let me, let me let me give you a bit of personal development uh, in this. Well, just uh, for for the Please listeners do. here, just watch him just um, sidestep their question here. But yes, go on, Ben. Yeah, well, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, there's a lot going on. I'm building a new practice at the moment. Uh, we've just been notified this week that we're having a change in team, which is always which is always great. <laughs> and, so, you're the worst liar. Uh, and so there's a you know like there's a kind of a bit on which is cool right and and but in the background you know you talk about environment Maddie, and we've we've talked about this in mm. previous episodes how important environment is to your performance um i've got a cold in the last week yeah. and, a half. Mm-hmm. and i had this realization with a coaching client yesterday it just makes it hard work. Like it makes it extra hard mm-hmm. to, to do when there's a lot on to actually get through it, but you do get through it. But what I was saying is to this coaching client yesterday is I, he's, he's having a big move and there's some really cool stuff going on in his world, but it's going to be a busy time coming up. And I said, mate, one of the things, and we we're talking about listing the assets of how he's going to nail it, how it's going to be amazing and bringing that to his awareness. Mm-hmm. And I said, one of the things, and he listed a whole pile of stuff. I said, mate, you've forgotten a really important thing. I said, you are super healthy. You are a fit dude. You're strong, you're fast, you're flexible. Like he really trains and he's like, I don't know how old you are, mate, but I think you're about 40. And, but he looks, he's a machine, right? I said, you're going to go over there and you're like, you're fit, you're strong. Imagine if you're an unhealthy dude, like didn't look after himself, overweight, popping heaps of pills, uh, you know, got sleep apnea and, you know, or whatever else, you know, that so many people have these days and you were trying to take all that on. Just got to be hard work. And as I said that, I just realised that that's kind of how it's feeling for me right now with a cold and handling all this stuff. It just mm-hmm. makes it tough. Mm-hmm. Hence the importance that we look after ourselves, that, that when we go to do these things, whether they're mental tasks or physical tasks, that we have fitness for the task that we are fit uh, to handle what's going to be put in front of us. So, uh, mate, just at the moment, I'm not feeling fit. 
for the tasks mm. because of, just because of cold. Um, it's not, in fact, you know what, listeners, as you know, men listening, it's not a cold. <laughs> this is man point. Yeah. The women listening, I know you don't understand uh, what that actually means and how severe it is. Uh, but yes, I do have man flu at the moment. It's, um, it's good to be able to go back to a place or to know though, that you're going back to a place of fitness though, in your, you know, the story you're telling a cold comes and goes, right. But imagine being stuck in a body that yeah, isn't a comfortable place to be like that's yeah. And it's the thing you take for granted the most. It's, it's great to hear that first thing in the morning when it's raining outside before I've decided how my day's going to go. Be grateful. Ben, mm. do you think that the cold is a way to force you to focus on what really matters? Because you can't do all the things right now because it's just super hard. Um, <coughs> yeah, possibly. Or it's an excuse for you to be like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. You, know? you see it go both ways. Mm. You, I lived in the UK and obviously the weather massively affects British people and yeah, if it's raining in the morning, I that's a probably sweeping genera- generalization. But in my experience, the people I met were affected by the weather. When the moment the sun came out, bang, different kettle of fish. People were happy, dynamic, positive. Mm. Are you talking about cold genetics? No, no, I was talking about your man flu. Your man flu. Ah, it's like, yeah. you know, sometimes at the end of something, it's um, like I find... Like if you're like, it's like a rubber band analogy, right? It's super tight. And then at the end, when you've, when you've just relaxed is when me personally, my body will get sick, right? Yeah. One of the just things. Ten weeks holiday. I know, I know. But is it like, uh, is it now you don't have to do all the things, mate? It's a bit of a forced rest. I, I uh, with this, and I don't know whether we talked about this just recently, but with this, this, uh, you know, new practice, et cetera, I haven't done anything while I was away on holiday, and I could have done something. So I, I, there were some things I, sh- I could have done, but I, I, my best comes out when my back's against the wall. I think we might have mm. talked about this recently, and so I just decided that anything I did was going to be half-assed until I actually got back, and there was money coming out of my bank account to cover the lease of the building, and, and then my back was going to be against the wall, and yeah. it would all happen. So I've actually come back, and mate, it's all systems go. Uh, and so no, I just don't have time mm. to have a cold. Like it just, you know, I really need to be on at the moment, particularly with this new challenge that's, that's come in my, into my world this last week. Um, but one of the other things that I think happens too that I'm, I'm conscious of is that when we're not well, it's way easier when you've got challenges to see the darkness within the challenge mm. rather than the opportunity, the light that's within the challenge. Mm-hmm. So again, part of the trickiness this week, you know, when you when you're stepping into some of the unknown, building a new project, building a new business, um, you know, like it's it's a, there's an unknown there, and the unknown is that hey, it could actually go this way rather than this way, and I think sometimes when you're unwell, it's it's way easier to see, for yeah. whatever reason, the darker side of what could happen rather than the lighter side. I don't know whether mm. you'd got those. Um, yeah. And again, as Maddie said, imagine. But it's not just not a couple of weeks of man flu, that it's a year or two years or three years of, or a lifetime of actually having this flu, for the want of a better term, that's constantly in your body uh, simply because you're not looking after yourself. Do you guys relate, find that, that when you're unwell? World's I, a little relate, bit- I relate massively. Because I think it's such a fragile thing to be optimistic, to be, um, you know, projecting into the future and, and, you know, imagining the world you want to create, you know, or, or focusing on the goal. Um, that takes a certain amount of extra energy, right? While you're also navigating the daily challenges, the relationships, communication. Um, and so, you, yeah, that takes a, a lot. And then if you have something like a cold or an injury, like for me, I think my beliefs around a cold, are, oh, I can do it. It's frustrating and challenging, but an injury is like the next level, you know, like when you have like a oh, torn muscle or back pain or something like that, that's like, oh, it's so hard to stay optimistic to, yeah, that's not easy. It's like the straw that breaks the camel's back, you know, someone just looks at me wrong and I'm like, 
yeah, go into a dark place where doubt takes over where belief was before and it's fucked. Mm. Not fun. What about you, Jay? Do you find, find that? Yeah, I think it, um, I definitely, I move across from optimistic to pessimistic. Definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, because it's, uh, I think as Matt said, like it's, like it takes energy on the other end, right? And it's, um, and it isn't, isn't always uh, easy work. It's hard work. It's valuable work. But it, um, when you're not well, it becomes harder and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, right? A little bit. You're like, because you're so on the other end of the spectrum um, a lot. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I end up going, the fuck it. I try to still do it all and I realise I'm not going to uh, get any better. Um sooner right so i need to change something which which sucks it is uh it uh and then i have this internal battle i've got no no and it just super yeah you just as you said you go to the dark dark thoughts side why can't this work this is all fucked blah 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 a lot quicker than usually you know what I also find too really interesting, and just I'm having this conversation, <clears throat> I've just had this awareness that you also tend to look for more of what's dark, or that actually becomes almost a little bit more attractive. And I've done this I, just in, in hindsight, looking back, I've done this a few times before. Um, when I've had a dark moment, I start watching dark TV. Like you know, like I can remember a time quite quite some time ago where just you know things weren't just kind of great and i started watching sons of anarchy oh, have you ever watched yeah sons of anarchy? <laughs> motorbike gangs okay, oh. just bad it's just bad and it like like a lot of shows they start off like a little bad and then as you keep watching it it just gets like badder and badder and badder uh, to the point that it kind of gets evil mm. well guess what i've been watching this week house of dragons which is the, the um uh, what's the thing? The um, what's the show? The TV series has been a great hit. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's the kind of the prequel of cool. Game of Thrones, right? And so it's it's fantastic. Like, but just every episode, it's dark and destruction. Like, there's just no <laughs> no happy no, no happiness. Whenever they give you just like a little bit of like, if anyone ever is getting happy. It's because they're about to get their head chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're always like you just you don't want anyone to be happy because you know they're about to die. Um, <clears throat> so I've been watching that, mate, and I've just burnt through the eight episodes since Sunday. See, I loved Game of Thrones, and now you've sowed a seed, and I think I will enjoy watching that. But it is true, you feel do you feel heavy afterwards, like? Yeah. You feel like you've been you've fed the story you're telling yourself, which is the world is a dark place. Yeah, it feeds your story. It's yeah. it's you like yeah. this self fulfilling prophecy, right? You yeah. you're uh, you're feeling something, and you you can only see that, right? Like you're like you're you're experiencing that that feeling, and you're like, all right, and consciously or subconsciously, you're all you're looking, and when there's challenges, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. Nah, I knew this was coming. You never, you never invested here. You're always going to leave. And you're like, no, fuck. And then like a couple of weeks later, you might switch your, your thought pattern and go, okay, I'm a little bit more of a resourceful thinking. But it's you subconsciously looking for that. It's mm. like it's like a tuning fork, isn't it? Mm. It's it's on a, a much different frequency. Yeah, different frequency. Yeah. And so you just attract anything on that. Oh yeah, let's watch this movie because, and you don't even realize you're doing it. Like I, for sure, the algorithm as well just manages to sense that frequency, and bang, my YouTube is just filled with shit. Which, you know, and it was a relief last night because I the season's finished, right? So I watched the last watch. You know, I just because you get hungry for it, right? And so I was just going to watch one last night. I thought, no, nah, I'll watch both, and then get it done. And I went. I've got no more to watch. Fuck, what's next? And there was a sense of like, relief. okay, like that's that's good. Are you going like, to look for another one though tonight? No, another dark series? No. no. So there's, a, there's a void that you need to fill. Oh, no. And you get to restart. Thank God that wasn't a 45 episode <laughs> <Frank> series. 
But I wouldn't have made today's call. I would have, <laughs> I would have had to teach the guys can't make it today. <laughs> that's um that's funny because I, I'm reading. I was reading this, not reading. I was driving, so you can't read and drive. That's illegal. I was listening to a podcast, and it's um on the expectation effect, and it was talking about very similar topic, right? Around the placebo and the nocebo, and and how um yeah often the thoughts that you have determine what you get it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy and and one third it seems like one third of all results are attuned to the placebo effect or the nocebo effect so that's like if you have a surgery or you know a, a third of it has nothing to do with what they've done it's just the belief that they've done something and you go oh yeah i'm gonna heal and they're talking about all these studies where they give people you know sugar pills and mm. and it's just it's so curious, the power of the mind. Um, and you can see that sort of playing into, into this. So if you, you're having a, maybe you've got a cold, so you're not as vibrant as you normally are. You start watching some stuff because, you know, obviously not feeling that great. Then suddenly your expectations for the world change. Suddenly you get reinforced because shit just keeps coming. You can see this sort of vicious cycle and the the need for the awareness of what you want goals and stuff like that mm. because there's so many traps between youtube social media um netflix prime there's so many things that are binge. Binge. what's that one binge disney mm. you got all those amazon paramount you know, you know how bad it got this morning i even put the abc news on oh god don't do that That's the worst one Right. Oh, mate. What did you learn on the ABC News? This what value did that bring to you? The news is going up. Electricity bills are going up. Petrol prices mm. going up. So uh, I'm curious. What what good did you hear on the news this morning? Mate, good doesn't sell. Jim. I know, but I'm just curious. Did you hear any good? Nothing. That so when like you're when you're in this state, in though. Like sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's sickness, right? It's 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 easier when it's sickness or a, um, a challenge. Um, but I think also when Matt was saying about expectations, I think ex- when expectations aren't met, you're after a series of expectations not met. It's like you're in this. You're just looking for the shit. It's like the spotlight on the shit. Um, how do you? Curious, how do you break that cycle? Like intentionally break the cycle. Mm. It's interesting, you know, we talk about optimistic because I've been having a bit of a joke with Logan recently. He's had a few pessimistic moments. And I say, mate, are you pessimist prime or optimist prime? And so I've been I've been messaging in pictures of Optimus Prime going. That's, that's the Optimus answer, Prime Or Pessimus Prime. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So how do you switch to Optimus Prime? In, you know, if you're in a bit of a Pessimus Prime state. Mm. Humor. Just did it. <laughs> Just did it. I'm optimistic right away. That's brilliant. I'm using that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, so I think it's I think it's I think it starts with an awareness. Mm. And and I've had the awareness over the last couple of days. Uh, I think there's also being kind to yourself as part of it and going, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be a misery guts for a mm-hmm. few days. Mm-hmm. I'm actually human uh, and I, I can actually have, you know, a miserable state if I want to. Uh, but the question is, is it going to serve me short term or is it going to serve me long term? Mm-hmm. Probably no. And so therefore, how long do I want to keep doing it for? Um and you can, and I actually truly believe that you can go, you know what, I'm just going to have a shitty day today. I'm going to sit in bed. I'm going to watch, you know, Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm going to eat lollies. And, uh, and, uh, and tomorrow, though, I'm going to get up and I'm going to be different. Yeah. So I think it's okay and we need to be kind to ourselves and just recognise sometimes we're just going to be shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but then how do, you're right, how do you change it? Well, I think it first starts with the awareness. Mm-hmm. But mate, to be honest, off the top of my head, I can't think of. Well, then, how do you actually? How do you pop the state? How do you make? Mm. How do you make the transformation? 
you did just make a choice though. You've you've allowed yourself off the hook, so there's acceptance, and you've said tomorrow mm. I'm gonna cha- make change. Mm-hmm. And so then you got accountability when tomorrow comes. And sure, you could go, oh fuck it, no, I'm having another day. But I think if you've got goals and you know where you want to head, and you allow yourself to have a day where you're, you know, yeah, accept that life's shit. Least sometimes, but you promise yourself tomorrow I'm getting up. I reckon that's almost all you need, right? Mm, the mm. ingredients are there, maybe. What, what else? if you haven't got the pool? What if you don't have goals? What if you don't mm. have people that you know hold you to account? What if you don't have a team you have to turn up for? Like, well, imagine that. Mm. You know what? That's um, that's majority of society. Like, unfortunately, um, or but you might sadly. have goals, but you might have kids, or yeah. you might have. But you don't have family. you don't have that drive. Right, they don't um, imagine. Just when you said that, Ben, imagine like this is just the way. There is no, they don't know what switchback even looks like. This is just, this is their, um, this is the default. Mm. We're talking about kind of slipping into this due to uh, uh, unwell, unhealthy, um, just kind of a patch, and then you're seeing it. But um, we all know people that this is their norm. And if we're not, when I now when I just say it out loud, it's like they don't know the other side. They think the they think the other side is shit. They think the they look it up by other people and go, "Oh, you're crazy. The world's not all sunshine rainbows. Why are you so happy?" Sorry to keep cutting you off, but if you don't know the other side, ignorance is bliss. You don't have a comparison, and if you don't have a comparison, then you don't know what you're missing. Mm -hmm. So fucking whatever. This is my life. I almost think sometimes that speaking about getting into the dark space, my dark space is why do I have to do everything? You know, this idea of sometimes I wish upon myself a lack of awareness so that I could just fucking do whatever I want, eat candy, you know, watch fucking movies and not turn up. Do you ever get into that space? Are you like, why do I have to? Never. Yeah. So I've actually been in that place where I wish to have the, you know, the lack of awareness because mm. life would be easier, mm. which is actually, you know, completely not true. But in the mm. moment, it's mm. like, because it seemingly takes less effort, right? It, mm. it does take effort. Mm. To... Mm. I think not even seemingly. I think it does take less effort. Mm. Right? I think, um, Ben, you said That's a while ago about that. Prime. Less energy to be pessimist prime versus optimist prime. 100%. I think what you saying, Ben, a while ago that everything naturally moves to disorder, right? And you need um, more and more energy to keep things uh, in order. Like mm-hmm. as as time goes on, as I think as you age, as as everything, right? You need more energy, and um, I think it's a it's like a wave when you're in when there's more challenges or when you're sick. You go, oh fuck! There's a lot more energy needed. It's like a, like it's a, usually it's like gradual, and this is fucking just gone. Oh fuck it! There's so much energy now to keep things in order, and it's easier to go fuck it. Mm. Isn't that curious that it requires more energy when it's getting harder? Like, couldn't it? You know what I mean? Like, couldn't it just be a downhill? Like, surely when things get harder, it would just be. Nice if it got easier, you know. Just help me out here, but it it requires more of you to get out of that slump. Um, it takes it takes more muscles in your face to smile, therefore costing more energy than it does to frown. Same same thing. I wonder if this ties into everything, right? That the default setting, less energy is just yeah, grumpy, just blah, negative, frowning, eating candy. I love candy, so not, not criticizing anyone for candy. I actually don't like candy. I, I don't. You don't like anything right now, man. Lollies. Can't stand lollies. But you like chocolate, though. Yeah, I. You'll devour a block of chocolate around the campfire. Almost like you've seen that happen. Your daughter and I have gone through a few blocks. Of yeah, chocolate. exactly. Um, and it's coming to Halloween as well. So you're going to be? Are you going to be the Grinch at the door and say, "No, I'm going to give you tricks. No fucking treats." Or you're yeah. gonna give them chocolate. 
He's going to put all the bottles of wine that I don't drink anymore. <laughs> that's the kids. Here you go. It's interesting. I, I, I had this great um, uh, panel beating place. So I took Logan's car to just recently and um, there was just a couple little dents. I said, mate, don't like, don't like, don't fix it, fix it. Just could you knock the dent out and just attach, reattach the bumper? And what, what happened? Yeah. Oh, Lugs had hooked it somewhere just before he went away, and it was kind of a bit dangly. The front bumper was hanging off just. What? And wasn't a big deal, but I just thought, you know, if I'm going to drive it while he's away and use it, I'll just get that tidied up. And the guy said, yeah, look, just drop it in next week. It'll be, it'll be all good. Anyway, I dropped it in, uh, picked it up that afternoon, and. Uh, I went to say, hey, you know what, I owe you? And they get nothing. Don't worry about it. What? That's, that's pretty cool. Like, if I'd gone to fix that, six days it would have taken me. 25 trips to Bunnings or, you know, Repco. <laughs> and, and a lot of pain, right? And they've just screwed and drilled and banged and sucked it out and done what they've done. And, and no charge. I thought, that's really lovely. And so I drove away. And the next day, I thought, I got to just, I feel like I just need to say a thank you for that. So I went, went what am I going to do? Give him a free adjustment. Profies. You bought them froffies, didn't you? A couple of beers, the boys. The, no, and the non-drinking me. Oh, no. And, oh, it's brutal. A, oh, as I'm driving into Thirsty Camel, I'm going... You're gifting alcohol that you don't that actually... Alcohol's not good for me, and if it's not good for me, maybe it's not good for others. And I went and bought a slab of beer and a bottle of red wine for the guys. Yeah, but if you turned up with something like, I don't know... What Carrots. Carrots. Yeah, a bag of carrots. They would have been like, "What a fucking asshole!" Correct, correct. So, so there was a bit of a, oh, like, uh, but anyway, uh, they were very thankful. And mm. where is where is this? Um... Oh, you're getting your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was just around the corner, lads. And Mate, so what? I, so, question with that, Ben. So, if you were to do like. Pre-dinner drink somewhere with friends, right? And there's a round of drinks. Do you just would you buy the round of drinks and just buy yourself a soda water? What do you do there? What do what, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. What do you what do you like? That is interesting, isn't it? That is interesting, and and I have had that in the first you know few weeks of of going sober. We yeah. were out, and everyone was everyone was on it. They were all on it, and they were all having margaritas at twenty dollars a margarita. Mm. And I'm drinking water. Mm. So what do you do then? What, like, uh, like even like then and now, like, do you just go? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the round. I'm, I'm a non-drinker, and I will just. I will pay for my own water, please. You, you alcos, you sort yourselves Water's out. Free too. <laughs> yeah, like it's tricky. You know? What do you do? Hundred dollar water. So what happened that time is I had the awareness around it, and I thought there's the fitting in. At that stage, like, you know, you want to kind of make sure you sort of fit in a bit. And so I, I just, I, I bought rounds. Mm. Now? Uh, and I think there's part of me that kind of hopes that over time people will start to have the awareness mm. that I'm not ordering. And mm. when they do shout around, they're not shouting around for me. So <laughs> I think probably down the track or as time progresses that some people will kind of have that awareness. Maybe another mm. 20 years. Oh, well, what about now, though? Like what's what's it now? You said you go back then, and then what's what's it now? Well, to be honest, I one of the things that's changed doesn't go out. I mean, we have been away so for ten weeks. Yeah, which Ma means we haven't been out, you know, doing rounds. But um, we 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 certainly that's just kind of not part of our world so much anymore. Mm -hmm. Maybe I think. Well, like I said, we've been away, so yeah. and we've yeah. back to some projects, so we haven't been eating out and. But yeah, I um, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like. So come summer, um, and we want to go to a winery. Do I just instead of texting you, just text Michelle? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just uh, joking. Because <laughs> again, can't, I'm like now that the um, I don't know about for you guys, but for me, when the weather starts to get better, it's you see more people. Oh, huh? you do. Oh, mate, you. Oh, I hundred percent do. And it's like. Uh, but you see more people, you, you socialise more, you're happy to go to a, a, a winery, you're, um, you, do more, you do more rounds, you do things, you do things that involve rounds. Mm. I, I don't do many rounds. I still, I still dabble. Like the wedding, I had a few years. Mm. But um, I'm sort of in between you and 
Ben. Like I, I haven't got a hard line. the heavy drinker. I'm not the heavy drinker. I'm, I'm the the in between, and then Ben. But it's almost more confusing, I think, when you're me, right? Because people go, I've seen you have a beer. Have another one. Mm. Have another one. And they try and include me in the round, and I usually cut off around two, sometimes three beers, and that's, you know, you can get away with that. <clears throat> um on a weekend, a random weekend, mm-hmm. but at a wedding, it's unacceptable in, you know, the drinking, drinking culture. Are people forcing beers, mm-hmm. beers on you? Um, and I don't mind turning it on every now and again, but yeah, I had that problem with a group of friends as well, Benny, and they're having like 10 rounds and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. That, this is hundreds of dollars. And one of the perks of not being a drinker anymore is you save a shitload mm. of money, you know? And I'm getting sort of, yeah, guilt tripped into, come on. And I'm like, nah, but I'm still paying for it. And I'm like, this doesn't feel good, you know? Because we get to the end of the night, they go, let's just split the bill. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to split the bill. Yeah. I've had two beers. I'll pay for my own. And then you get that, you know? Oh, tight ass, Maddie. No, it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is tricky. Yeah, look, mate, it'll be interesting. It was, it was, was interesting when we we're away because you know when you're on holiday, there's a bit of that, the drinky culture. You know, you're on holiday, happy hour, all that sort of stuff. And totally interesting as we move into summer. Mm. Right? So, um, um, you know, and I, I, I've got to be honest. I really, I, I, it's, it's given me a new perspective on people that have a habit, and you know how it's tricky mm. to break. People that, people that are alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Um, I was far from that, but there's a, there's a whole, the whole world out there just supports drinking, mm. whether you're, whether you're hooked on it, drinking or not, mm. uh, the environments, you know, with the environment dictates performance, mm. the whole environment dictates drinking. Mm. Like, it's really, like it's, it's super interesting. Um, and so it must be so tough for someone to not just give up the addiction but to also give it up in an environment that says, no, no, keep drinking. Mm. Like you gave a thank you gift yesterday on the, like the, the gift of drinking. Yes. Right. Yes. Because it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's socially acceptable. Right. And it's like, it's um, like, a, and any other gift may be seen as not valuable, which is super yeah. interesting. Right. Like for the same amount of value you go, Oh, you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of PT sessions. With with the guy with with the with the main dude in town, they're like, "What the fuck is this? What's he trying to say?" It's like the value of health compared to the value of uh, alcohol, right? Like it's so much. Higher. I think I said this in this um, on a previous episode that when we went to uh, when we were in the states in July, I got COVID and um, I went to the pharmacy and I got a bunch of vitamins. Right, the vitamins bill, meaning just normal chemist, was higher. Then when I went to the bottle shop, well, and, did you and, go to the vitamins and the bottle shop on the <laughs> same day? No, 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 no. Oh, a couple of days apart. A couple of days apart. But it was just interesting that the value of health was so much. Um, the access was hot. Was um, uh, was harder, right? Mate, it, that we see that everywhere, right? Like you know, third world country, you can buy a bottle of Coke, and it's cheaper than a bottle of water. Mm. Like well, how beer is cheaper than oh, yeah, you know, like uh, Logan was buying beer in I don't know whether it was India or I think you said it was it was Greece. It was like ridiculously cheap. It was like a dollar ten or something mm. for a bottle of beer. Um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, when you when you can take a back step and you can see the acceptable drugs in our culture, mm. the unacceptable mm. drugs. And when you look, you know, look through history, mm. you can you can sort of see why. Like a lot of the drugs, um, like coffee and these drugs that stimulate you, make you a better worker. Um, alcohol seems to be the one that our society allows us to just, you know, cut loose and blow off some steam. Um, and then the unacceptable ones, but it's, you know, it's it's so curious that, like you said, that it's acceptable to get really drunk and be really sloppy, mm. and we encourage it left, mm. right, and center. Mm. And 
this mm. it's it's just very very curious when you look at it through that perspective mm. and also if you go to look at the norm of like we're talking about pessimist in the go that's the default like that's acceptable um, not not many people in workplaces or friend circles or families not all the time uh, would challenge it because it's in the too hard basket it's acceptable ah fuck it that's fine and or they're the same so they don't want to challenge it so it's acceptable and it's like it's like a fucking revolving circle I'm going to be mm. pessimist I'm going to be downer and this is my default and then um, then I'm going to drink a lot and it's socially acceptable to drink a lot right and it's like this this, this circle and you're like yeah which is which is interesting because it's all society says it's okay and then it's yeah. like that, I think we were talking about last episode, that tall poppy syndrome. It's like, uh, but if you go across that, if you go to greener, greener pastures and you try and pull people to it, they're like, nah, you're crazy. No, this it's, default, it's, this this is the default. And no, don't be optimistic. Don't pull people, like, uh, yeah, don't try taking anyone there, right? It's hard enough to get yourself there. And the moment you try and lead anyone to greener pastures, you are in my experience, done. You're the devil. You, know I mean? you are yeah. the devil. Yeah. Just yeah. focus focus on yourself. But the, the, the alcohol thing for me, it was solely because I would just end up in a dark space. Mm. My default setting is actually pretty happy. And it took me a, a lot of drinking to work that out. That, whoa, Sunday, Mondays for so many years were brutal. Like brutal, and it would actually take me half a week to get out of that space. Mm. Um, and that was the that was the that was the decision. It wasn't um, health. It wasn't money. It was psychological. I was like, "Whoa, I am really negative," and for at least half a week after a big big weekend, and I just realized that, "Whoa, you know, there's, there's so much more I can do." And so, and it's easier. It's actually it's easier um, when I don't drink too much. But one of the things I noticed as well is since I cut back, I can't drink either. Like at this wedding, I was like a couple of beers and a, a hangover will hit me the next day. I'm like, how does that work? You'd think that my body has cleansed and got rid of it all. I would be able to have six, seven beers once every few months and i'd be fine but it's actually it's the tolerance right your tolerance has gone no out. tolerance mm. so it, it's just you just end up weaning yourself off more because every time it hurts mm. yeah it's funny yeah it's interesting you know another little thing that happened when we we're on holiday and you would have seen this Janesh, because you've just got back from the states is mm. go through when you arrive at the airport and end up in international and then when when you when you come back like coming back to melbourne you come through the, the, you get off the plane, you walk off, and the very first thing is duty-free alcohol. Yeah. Like, like just everywhere. And, and I can remember the days when Michelle and I would get off and we'd go, okay, what are you going to get? Okay, what are we going to get? We'll get some gin and we'll get some, you know, and we'd have our bags. And, uh, you know, like it was. And you've made friends with five other people who don't drink so that you can put alcohol in their bags. <laughs> <laughs> we back and we were so excited because they're one litre bottles and, um, you know, uh, and so to literally and to come out and because and, it was the first time I'd had that since giving up, um, it's like, wow, that's another part of my world mm. that's now disappeared. The whole duty-free, you know, when you fly international, you get to buy your duty-free alcohol. Yeah. Um, so you you do the shop for when you're landing, like when you're landing in Bali, you stock up so you could put it in the fridge, you know, when you're in Bali and make your own drinks by the pool. And... No, none of that. Yeah. What's what's filled the void? Because, yeah, take away that. Where do, where do you go now for that half an hour that you would have been? I did, the last three times I've come back, I, and I and I, I I like to have a drink. Didn't interest me. I was like, nah. I think this last trip, so we had a small smash and grab trip and got back last Thursday. And you didn't, you didn't have time, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I didn't even walk through. I think the first time we got back, I walked through and had a look. Didn't pick anything up other than that. And I got back from Bali, 
walk straight past and this time it was like just not not interested like it's like not of um not of value anymore it's like ah oh, i don't it's not like a consistent and maybe the volume of drinking's less but it's like a oh yeah sure like the time i am going to drink i'll happy to pay a pre- I'll, I'll sure i'll pay the tax on it for so what like it's because it's not like it's a daily consumption or a consumption that the, the savings gonna is gonna value the savings didn't make a value, right? I think that's why I was like, ah, that's fine. But mm. we all or we have we have plenty of it. Why do you need more? Mm. Mm. It's interesting your question, Maddie, because because that void hasn't been filled yet. For the duty free, or what do you mean? For which yeah, the duty free, like you know, the, the the ten or fifteen minutes you would have been duty free and the excitement mm. of finding that you know getting the bottle cheap and you know all that sort yep. of stuff. Well, that void hasn't been filled. The uh, the you know Friday night, you know, text to Michelle going, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, on my way back. Do you want to meet down at you know the wine bar?" Mm. That void hasn't been filled. Mm. So there is. There is a an emotional state, a level of connection mm. that hasn't been filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's interesting, and I'm not, I'm not panicking about it, but I have an awareness that that ha- there's, there's a there's mm. a something there is something that's kind of missing at the moment that that uh, using alcohol as a lubricant from a perspective of catching up over a drink or blah 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 blah. blah. Um, that is missing, and I know that it needs that that gap needs to be filled. Just haven't quite found the vehicle yet. Mate, for... Curious, what have you uh, what have you experimented with so far to fill that void? Uh, doing dinner is is you know is good. Mm. Doing dinner's been you know which we always did. Um, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's doing dinner, but going to dinner in that relaxed state, you know, with your edge just taken off. Like you've had a big day, you know, there's been a lot of conversation, stuff going on. Come home, have a drink. Uh, you then maybe have a second drink on the way to the restaurant or once you get at the restaurant and, you know, and the, the edges come off. Ah, the let go. And so now, you know, instead of going... <laughs> Like that at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the menu. I'll have, you know, it's like. <laughs> so it's like, how do, how do I turn up at the restaurant and be like, yeah, how <laughs> do you do that? Mate. I haven't found that. And so I got to be honest, you know, like turning up at the restaurant, it's a little bit, it's a little bit stiff. You were saying that last time that you were like, you're not the, uh, and maybe cheeky is not the right word, but that like that that cheeky banter with with the wait staff anymore. You might have a normal conversation, but not like a push the button a little bit more and um, as much anymore. And you and you crave that. Mm. Yeah. So I haven't quite found that. What about you, Maddie? If you if you're not drinking, what what are you do? What, what did you what did you change? What how did you feel that void of that you know the alcohol provided? Not just not just the the chemical itself, but the mm. the environment, the ritual. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I can think of a specific. Um, so one of my mates, Josh, uh, he's a, he likes to have a beer, and we used to have a few beers together. And the same as you describe, like um, very schoolboy, bantery. Um, also, both into personal development. So we share that about you know, we'd have beers and and talk about goals and life and and then there'd be some stupidity in there as well and and so when i cut back we we were distanced and and i I missed that but i just couldn't um you couldn't really find the same uh energy without a few beers um but then i introduced josh to electric skating and so i get phone calls now he's like mate there's a break in the rain. You want to go for a skate. Mm. And that seems to bring out a 
a similar energy. It's sometimes even better. Like it's a cheeky, mm. playful, you know, we'll, we'll go somewhere. We're not allowed. It'll say no skating. And like, you know, so you, that's been a really good vehicle for, for that. As far as the group though, I still sometimes struggle um, for that, that energy that you're talking about, that really laid back. I kind of get put in this category of Matt used to be fun. He used to be hilarious. He used to be. And sometimes that pisses me off because I'm like, it's quite hard to be fun when you're labeled the guy that used to be fun, you know? So I too, sometimes I haven't really found my place in a, in that group of friends quite like I used to be I very similar energy to you really cheeky and outgoing. And I, I would be the one that would bring new people into the group just through my banter. Cause I love, I can openly chat to anyone, mm. but that's kind of in that environment. It's not there anymore as much. And I mm. miss it sometimes, to be honest, I miss that level of, um, you know, we would drink until something happened. And, and I loved that. That was so much fun because eventually if you drink enough, something happens and then it'd be hilarious and we'd make new friends. And so actually, yeah, in answer to that, I haven't found that energy and maybe that's a season of life. That's what I've told myself. Mm. Um, Do you need to just the instigator? Because both of you guys are usually the instigator of some of that. And maybe it's environment of instigator of, um, of that, and I say that because, uh, again, I I went in in my twenties. I did eight months of no drinking, and it was. Um, but I would want, and I would be happy to be DD, right? And these together with all the other friends that would were having a few drinks out, and I would want to stay out later. You've always been good at that, and I was yeah. like, "Let's yeah. party extend," and they're like, "No, nah, I'm done." I'm like, "I'm driving." No, we're staying. And it wasn't, I wasn't bringing that at the start. And um, because I was like, okay, great. I'm good. I'm, I'm in my, I don't need, I'm, I'm having a great time and I'm going to be, and I'm going to be good tomorrow. And we're not paying for a taxi home because I can drive us home. Um, but it was like that instigator, like the environment of that. Do we need another Larry? Do we need just a larrikin just to, just to set us off a little bit? Um, where yeah, I know both of you are usually that instigator. Mm, and that, that is true. That is true. Yeah, I, I feel that. Uh, you know, that certainly maybe for Michelle and some other people, they're waiting for me to lead the lead the naughty. Lead the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so yeah, I feel that. Like and not the naughty do, but it's sometimes just the naughty say, you know, let's let's introduce a topic that's a little bit off you know, mm. normally off limits. Yeah, uh, but it's interesting, and you know, there's a few laughs, and there's mm. some depth, and uh, and that's that's probably missing too. You know, it was interesting. Like, we went and saw a movie on the weekend, Shell and I, which was um, I don't know what it's called, something Love in Paradise, one of those classics, George Clooney, um, Julia Roberts. Um, mm. But you know, there's a scene because they they used to be married, and then they got divorced and hate each other, like full on hate each other, and they they brought together on this island because their daughter's getting married and anyway they end up at this bar and someone says let's do some shots you know play beer pong and they play a beer pong and they're getting the drinks and all of a sudden they're getting loose and then they're starting to find each other again and you know they're dancing together and they're you know all going crazy and you know it's all happening and I thought oh I miss that a little mm. you know like just you know one or two you know many two shots and you really you get loose the shirt comes off you know, you're on the podium, you know that, and, and there was, they, they painted that scene, you know, beautifully, right? And yeah, they did paint the scene of the hangover the next day, um, but the hangover only lasted for an hour until they had a coffee and then they were all good. When yeah, does that happen? That's not um, false advertising. <clears throat> so, and it was like, oh, yeah. Nostalgic. I've seen George Clooney, you know, he's having a bit of a tough time, so he gets up in the middle of the night and he goes to the bar and, sits there with this nice, you know, whatever it was, it was a, a Scott, gin, or, gin or scotch on the rocks or something. And he's, you know, sipping away at it and, you know, and the barman's cleaning the glass and the music's playing and the candles. And it's like, oh, you know, paints a great scene. 
Oh, I missed that a little. Have you had the opportunity though? Have you have you tried getting loose without it? Have you honestly tried, or are you just like ah, oh, it's not really coming naturally? So ah, uh, fuck it, it's gone. Have you? Oh, I have tried, and it feels forced. Yeah. You know, like how, I've gone, how hard did you try? While we're on holiday, I, I remember going. You know, I'm sitting at the table like this, <laughs> and I went. Oh, I've gone off to the toilet. I'm going. Fuck this. This is fucking silly. I don't want to. I'm not going to do this. So I go to the toilet and I just start laughing, pretend laughing. <laughs> I'm in the toilet and I'm laughing. And I'm, Someone in the stall. You know, <laughs> I'm pumping myself up to be to be funny. Getting in the state. Yeah. Have a few laughs. And then I walk back out and I'm walking back to the table and I'm still kind of keeping the laugh going. And I get back to the table and then I'm back up. <laughs> uh, so I sort of had a go, but it felt forced. So mm. we, we mentioned at the beginning, right, about um, placebo, nocebo. Maybe, maybe we need a little placebo, Benny. Next time we'll pour ourselves a, a drink and convince ourselves this is the, this is the bee's knees. Mm. It'll be water. Well, maybe you just need some other larrikins around you just to set you off a little bit. Yeah, maybe someone to take the lead uh, on, on, on getting a little naughty. But, but uh, you- not even, not even naughty. It's just like the, uh, the we lubricant. Were, yeah, the but lubricant, it was like we were, we organised a dinner a couple of weeks ago for um, our team. It was like a bit of a surprise dinner, and so I said, "I'll." And again, I said, "I'll stay for, uh, I'll stay for one drink, but I'm not staying for dinner, right?" And before the drinks actually came, they, um, and it was probably environment, like meaning I wouldn't have given the waiter that much tongue in cheek, give if it wasn't the crowd. Right, if I was with my parents or someone else, I would have been a little bit more nicer. But the guys going, oh yep, and the special. I'm coming here. I can see. No, but like a special on blah blah. blah. And I'm like, oh great. I've gone. Um. So what? What? What's in it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I go, what do you mean? And I was like, pretty jake. I go, what do you mean you don't know? And the table just erupts and laughs. I go, so you tell me the special. You don't know what you do. He's like, oh mate, just go. Can you go? Go? Go find out, please, and come back. And he comes back. He goes. I go, I'm probably not going to order it, but you probably should know those specials if you're working here, right? And he's like, yeah, probably, probably. But it was like the uh, – it was the environment. And that was like before a drink, but it was the environment of – and then he was just like – like the rest of the table was happy to banter with him, right? And he had a – like – he's like, you guys are a tough crowd, but I love you guys. Um, but it was just that um, – it was the environment. The tip. <laughs> yeah. It was it – was, uh, but that was environment. Right, kind of with, um, yeah, with with people with work that know that they can kind of get it, um, but it was it wasn't alcohol infused banter or looseness. Mm. No, but the martini you got was spit infused. Hundred percent. I thought we come with a bit of froth on the top. That's weird. Anyway. I thought they. I asked for stirred, not shaken, but it looked like it was shaken. Here you are, double oh seven. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, it's, it, it definitely is interesting because how often you become aware when you're drinking something that isn't alcoholic, like a Sprite or a water, how often, like I couldn't drink 10 of these <laughs> if you me. Like I have one Sprite and I'm like, well, I'm done. <laughs> I don't need to drink anything for the rest of the night. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. And, and if you're bantering, everyone gets loose their banter doesn't make sense anymore you're just like you guys are sloppy and what you're saying is awkward and i actually want to disappear because that lady hates you that you know what i mean yeah so i'm like i'm remembering things am i remembering things the way they were me hilarious sitting on a bird in the middle of you know omaha for your wedding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with a police officer saying, come down from up there. I remember that being the funniest thing in the world. But yeah. was it? Or, yeah. or from his perspective, is this an annoying, drunken Australian going to come down from our fountain? Yeah. And the, and the other thing that you notice too when you don't drink is just how people get like a little bit eye closey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you don't realise your eyes, that you know, they're starting to droop as you drink. Yeah. <laughs> and... You just you 
your head's like always a bit tilted to one way. Um, but you start seeing that in people that you would, you've never, like you just never noticed before because you were also droopy and a little tilty to one side. <laughs> Uh, mate, it's funny. It's uh, it's really interesting. Hey, good conversation today. Mm. So I'm curious, what's the um, what's our uh, words of wisdom for our listeners as we wrap up? Oh, I think we bring it back to the um, Optimus Prime and the Negative Prime because mm. I think uh, yeah, was it Optimus Prime and Pessimus, Pessimus Prime? Prime. Pessimus Prime. Because I think that alcohol, this this, it's a metaphor, really, isn't it? Mm. When you um, you don't belong. Like if you make a decision to do something different, and the culture is doing one thing and you, you're doing this this other thing it can be really challenging we talked about filling the void and so i think that's got to be it right around the the optimus pessimist prime that's my takeaway if i'm going to be honest that's brilliant but yeah i think it's challenging to be the one that's different and I'd, i'm super curious what you guys think as far as um as that what would be a takeaway for someone who's doing their best to have goals or doing their best to quit something that isn't good for them or, you know, the odd one out, what would be the, the motivation or the inspiration or something to, to help support that change in behavior? What do you think, Joe? I would say the um, experiment with another point of connection. Um, in terms of, yeah, if you're going against the default, um, go experiment with another point of connection where you go to and, and really go, why do you connect with them and do you want to connect with them? Like, say, the other people that aren't the default, which is fine, and you go, look, I actually do enjoy their company, but let's connect through another way uh, as opposed to a drink, as opposed to negative gossip as opposed to whatever. Um, you don't need to partake in that uh, if, if you don't want to, but find a, find a point of connection um, if, that is, if that is of value because if you don't, um, it's hard. It, it's, it's, it's hard and it's either you either end up going to the default, which you don't want to do, or uh, you're like, this is not my purpose person or people and which may be the case too but you're like but they are i really actually enjoy their their company but you don't um you're not allowing yourself a different way like so like going to if you have a local local um bar brewery or whatever you go to right but you can go are you truly if you want to go are you okay with going and not having a beer if community is your real thing Mm. um and I know for me, for example, like our, our local brewery is is of community, right? It's not about it's not about the beer. It's about the crowd, seeing everyone, saying hello, how's your week been, how's life going, and but being okay, we're going. I'm happy to go f- and have a water, and and uh, and and connect. Um, so I would uh, challenge people to go. If you are on the default, uh, away from the default, find another point of connection. Mm. Benny I think uh, I think a lot of this conversation today floats around the idea of being aware having an awareness of yourself and your behaviour and making the space in your world to have moments of reflection rather than being caught in story all the time uh, you know, when <clears throat> one of the key things with meditation is the recognition that our mind, you know, has a life of its own. It, it seems to sometimes run the show. It, it takes <laughs> us into story. And the idea of meditation is to come out of story and just to be silent and to truly connect with just the silence and the peace in your body and um, <clears throat> and to take the time to do that, just to, to step out of whatever story you're running, step out of the book, and be meta to it and look at what story are you running? What is what is currently your truth and does it serve you? Making the space, the time, devoting the energy to actually doing that process. Um, so yeah, that's I think for me, just something that's come up out of that is just being, being more aware of how I'm behaving and stepping out of my story. 
Awesome. Awesome. Good conversation, guys. Yeah, great. Yeah. Good. Go team. Yeah, How did it start? Oh. Me talking about a cold. 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 <laughs> cold and darkness. Cold and darkness led us down the garden path. Yeah. Good stuff, yeah. guys. Always great to catch up. Yeah, likewise. And uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, have a good one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you like this episode and want to know more and hear other episodes, head over to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter where you'll be the first to know when new podcast episodes come out. And if you want to say hello, tell us a joke or ask us a question, send us an email at hello at lifelonglearnerpodcast.com. Thanks again.